Guys, we're back and consistent. I told you we was going to try. We did try. Thank you again for tuning in to Eyal Baraf. You already know what it is. You got Che and Sue, a.k.a. Amina and Susan, a.k.a. the baddest bit. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Get ready for us because we ready to talk about the randomness on another episode of Eyal Baraf. All right. Big racks, that's money out the roof. White tea, black hoodie, you see the sauce, big swag, bang coolie. Speak up, who's hating, what's goodie? I've been a boss, star yeah. boy, chat to me. She say bad man, you make me feel so fine, fine, fine. Every little wine, say not perfect wine, wine, wine. Nobody fight buzz you tonight, night, night. Say not me and you go there to the He said your name, see Amina. Nah, he <laughs> Um, nah, he did it. It's okay. <laughs> all right, you know how to play. I feel like every time we put a song on, it's like I could listen to that all day, and I feel we play lit songs. That's why. Yeah, you but should have been a disc jockey. Me? Yeah. No, I don't know how to merge the two. Anyways, clearly we're acting a fool, but um, we hope you liked the last episode. That was really. It was a lot, like, you know? Yeah. I, it I, took us a while to set up. I always love when we have a guest. Well, I. Me too. Sometimes. No, we've only ever had, this is our third, third guest? Third guest, yeah. Oh, yeah, I liked all of them. Yeah. Having guests are fun, but coordinating it sometimes oh, yeah. is a lot of work. Because that one we did, um, he had called in. Yeah, he's. So yeah. a lot easier. We only had Different province, to, right? Different province. But uh, the other times when it was in my house, uh, that was difficult. We had two mics. It was a lot of, mm-hmm. um, Amina here. I'm going to speak now. Yeah. Oh, push over. I mean, it's my turn, you know? Yeah. So this is definitely um, easier. Anyways, how you guys doing? How you guys feeling? How's COVID hitting you? COVID is yeah. fucking, like, literally ruining every single plan I've ever not had. I think it's like three forms of depression, right? Seasonal depression, COVID depression, and then there's regular, some regular depression. depression. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think that episode you came and I was coughing. Mm-hmm. 100% I had COVID. I know, and you jeopardized <laughs> my health. <laughs> I had all the symptoms. I never got tested, so I don't know for sure, but wallahi, I thought I was going to die. No, we're running at 18,000 cases here in Alberta. 18,000? 18,000. Active? And, and apparently, um, they want to do makeshift uh, hospitals, like in the Butter Dome. Mm-mm. And I heard that they were, they're, they're starting now to select who's going to get the ventilators. There's already been a case where they had to be pick between three people. So they had two ventilators yes. and they had to pick between three people who were going to get the ventilators. Shut up. Yeah, so people need to start taking this serious. Uh, it's crazy because a guy I know here in Edmonton had passed away because he got sent home from the hospital. What? 40-year-old guy went to the hospital. So no, 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 no. In oh. Went to the hospital with um, like almost 40 degree uh, fever, couldn't breathe, coughing blood, like vomiting and they sent him away they sent him home they said you're sick i don't know he said just it's he's uh he wrote all about it on on instagram and it was on the news then he died he died because they sent him home they didn't have enough beds for him they're like you're sick but you're not sick enough you can make it oh my god so he went home and and passed away you know so I'm telling you, this is some crazy ass shit. But you know, when I think of a personal level, because I don't have COVID, (laughs) you know, um. I'm most worried about them closing the schools. 
Why would they? <laughs> well, they did, right? From seven to grade seven to... Uh, that's fine. A grade seven, a kid that's 14. That's um, the reason why they did it, because parents don't need childcare, right? And 100%. that's going to be difficult for parents to uh, get childcare if they were to dismiss all schools, right? From all ages. Yes, but they know parents are going to have to quit their jobs, not exactly. be paying taxes. Nobody... Serve again. Serve <laughs> Oh my God, that's a dream. Just joking. I work. But no, I don't want to teach my kids. No offense. I love them to death, but God dang. They're all doing three separate subjects. They can't sit down on no dining table for no five, six hours to do homework. People are trying to appreciate the work that the teachers teachers do. And they get underpaid. 100%. The teacher says, Oh, your daughter. No, tell me what she's doing wrong. I'm going to make sure she fixes herself for the next day. Like, you. I am treating them, I'm looking at them with a different light because they're the reason why I'm sane. Oh, lie. If teachers did not exist, if the pen lockdown continued into September, mm-hmm. I think I would have died. I think I would have booked a ticket to Hargeisa yesterday and I would have said, you know what? We're going to do practical teaching. You're going to list a camel. I'm sorry, you're going to have to learn these practical trades. When they were homeschooled, they just gave you the material and you were supposed to... I told the school straight up, I have to work. They're not going to learn anything for six months. And then I told the school, reimburse me for my fees that I paid. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Was this one that they were going to Islam school? Yeah. Oh, wow. I couldn't do it. I couldn't mentally stay sane, work a full day, and then on top of that, the work that they're expecting. Oh, my god. But Islamic school was great because it was all paper. I can't do the digital stuff. I don't check. Oh, it was not digital? No, we had to go pick up every oh. week their notes at the school. You come home, and then they just do the sheets. So I'd give it to them and say, yo, guys, figure this shit out. If you guys need help, haul at me. For public school, it being digital, I wonder the kids that can't afford uh, laptops. They give them. them. Oh, they give them? Yes, you can loan oh, them. Oh, wow. I was pretty lit. That's why I was like, yo, oh, I am wow. not paying school fees wow. for them to go to school and be sent home. Absolutely not. I said, public school this year. Guys, you're just going to have to wear no uniform. Yo, it isn't out. it crazy how you don't hear anything about China? Wuhan? Nothing. Yeah, but yo, because their lockdown was legit. They brought the numbers. They're dragging people. Huh? <laughs> I saw videos. They're dragging people. Dragging See? people out of their houses. And this country is worried about, this province is worried about no, my, no, no, no. my it rights. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, it doesn't make sense to me. Why do you have bars open till 10 p.m.? If they're open already, just... Because I think scared. they're looking at the social effect, like the mental health effect on the lockdown. What... what that's going to have on people, right? No, they're looking at the lag. I'm telling you, every industry people. that brings revenue into the government when they're already facing a deficit, they have remained open. Do you know what I mean? None mm. of half of the stuff that's open already is Already 25%. Man- Alberta is one of the lowest provinces for, um, have the high, sorry, highest uh, unemployment rate, right? 11% and in Sincor, Edmonton. Sincor, big companies like Syncor, Husky, laying off 25% of their staff, right? So they were already going to lay them off COVID or no COVID. The do- COVID- gas was at a minus. No. So the, prior to the election, they were hoping Trump would win, right? Because Biden is all about clean energy. And obviously he's probably going to go ahead with the pipeline, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so people were waiting on that. And then COVID too, right? If one person in your camp is infected, right? And he went to work that day, everybody that was working with him, in close proximity would have to go like you know be sent home that's yeah, they get thing. sent into their little cubicles cubicle until they get tested they ha- apparently they have a um like quick test that they can do for the 24-hour test or something like that yeah the rapid one yeah <sighs> yes and oh, yes uh, i'm telling you i think the government's very selective with what they keep open i 
Yeah. Because I'm, let's be honest, if it wasn't, and I'm telling you, it has to deal with money. Of course, what it's is, economy. Of course, 100 percent of the economy. But at the same time, it's like Jason Kennedy doesn't know what he's doing. Well, I don't think anybody would know, but I do know if, no. if Notley was in power right now, we would be getting them stimulus checks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We wouldn't even have to be signing up for it. It would just be that in our accounts. Posted, that video posted. Where the stimulus at? Oh, that's that Connell bitch. Where's the stimulus package? We're very lucky we're Canadians. Well, imagine only getting 1200 at least, they, but everybody got twelve hundred. No, it was very selective. Uh, no, it was your living, income. It was people if you're living with your parents. Um, if you, yeah, it was based on income. It was based on a lot. But that's of things still enough because here, let's be honest, a lot of people didn't get shit. Huh? Yeah. Then why would you How need? How many people were on CERB? I think it was like eight okay, but CERB is something you have to apply. Imagine the government just based on your income last year, you could still be working. You could you still have, have to remember people didn't, people didn't do their taxes right. But that's they their the fault on their own. To, no, they delayed the tax because of the backlog, right? Mm -hmm. Because of all these issues happening, they delayed the taxes so you can file it. Remember how usually taxes you have until the end of April, mm -hmm. right? They delayed it all the way up to, I believe, June, was it? Or is it mm -hmm. October? I don't know. But anyways, the point is, is that there were a lot of people that applied for right away. For the stimulus? For the, no, CERB. Mm -hmm. And they... Um, they shouldn't have got it, but they got it. And because of the fact that they were just giving out the money to people because people are like, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of people are in dire need. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that got away with it that shouldn't have got it. Yeah, but when they do their taxes, we still don't know the ripple effect. We don't. Come we're February, gonna this, we're going to be... 50 years of our, it's going to affect our generation. No, I think... Early retirement? A, say goodbye to that. You mean uh, old age security? Yeah. Fam, I'm going to Africa. I can live off $200. <laughs> I have kids for a reason. They're going to take Africa, care of me. In Somalia, it's US dollars. Like a cup of coffee, yeah, my dad was telling me. You don't know what the, yeah, a cup of coffee is a dollar now. Uh, yeah, exactly. US dollar. US dollar. Yeah, man. It's They'd more be than like, here. They'll be like, shilling. Shilling? What? I said, makop shaha. What do you make it with? I don't need though. I said, it's not even gold milk. <laughs> it's powder milk. I've actually never had um, camel milk before. Yo, apparently you got to make it with you. If, you got to do qusul. What? Yeah. For if camel milk? If you drink camel milk. Oh, wallahi. Yeah. Let me go on Google. <laughs> Google that so right now. Wallahi, I didn't know that. Yeah. How are Do you people know people, there's something about camel's piss. Do they drink it or some shit? Oh, so I knew um, one of my uncles, Allah, Hadith, that died. Um, he went to Somalia, or not Kenya, and he, they gave him camel's he. Yeah. As a form of a cure. Medicine? Or whatever he was. Yeah, medicine. Did he drink it? I don't know. I'd be damned if I did that. I don't know, man. But camel... No, 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 no. Sorry. I don't know about the Camels animal. are such a staple. Camel ever. meat will make you, do, you have to do qusul off of eating camel meat. What? Yeah. Lying. 50%. 50%. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. One. I didn't know that. Either it breaks your wudu or makes you. Well, why though? What, what was the pretense qusul? behind that? I don't know. They're magis they're, they're unicorns. They're unicorns of the wild. I don't know. No, you know what I'm thinking of? If you touch a dead person, you got to make qusul. No, I'm pretty a sure it's camel meat. Camel meat. Camel, let's Google the shit. Camel meat breaks would do. Eating camel, okay. But does it make you do also? Isn't it crazy how we're getting fatwas from Google? Yeah. Yo, fam, the it's amount of things I live off. Yeah, but you, so you don't even benefit. know what, if we're, we're, what we're seeing is like legitimate. Legitimate, right? So, hey, but I wanted to ask you a question. Continue. Um, yeah. Why is there a phone ringing? Yeah. <laughs> um, what I want to ask you is like, we're already in December right now. What's your mental health at? Like, can you do the, another year of this? Because they're just rolling out the vaccines right now. And there's super, like a lot of companies are coming out with 
um, their vo- version of the vaccine, right? Mm. Are you going to be vaccinated? Absolutely not. I don't even do the flu so shot. Are you prepared to live like this for the rest of, you know, as long as it takes for us to get rid of this pandemic? As I said, I think I already caught it. I think I've created You can a, still get it again. Well, the same... Yeah, but the medicine is only for a certain... Uh, what's it called? A, th- a certain... Uh, oh, my God. I want to say people thread. That never, have people that have never received it before? Never received COVID? Never got COVID? Are the people that are eligible for the medicine? I think the medicine is for everybody. It's like creating antibodies in your body for you. You think right? so? I don't know. To be honest with you, every week I go on Twitter, there's a new... Oxford University rolling out the new whatever. And theirs apparently is more so cheaper too. Probably Oxford.ng or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coming out of Nigeria. <laughs> I just, at 2021, I'm hoping, inshallah, that it's a different year. Don't tell me, oh, 2021 is your year now. Well, 2020 was not my year. <laughs> I'm not saying. To, oh, I'm I had not. so many goals for 2020. Oh, me too. Wallahi, me too. I told myself I'm not going to say it out loud because I was going to do that. I was going to do this. I was going to do so much. A whole year wasted. I don't think it's a whole year wasted. I think it gives us perspective and what's important in life for the most part, right? (sighs) It's a whole year wasted, fam. I I don't know why you're... No, wallahi, because it gave me time to reevaluate things. Like, okay, I don't know in terms of career-wise what I'm going to do, but... Okay, so you said the same shit in August. Mm. I'm gonna figure this out. Uh, we are an officially Listen, in it December. Takes time. It takes time. I have a. How? What I, have you done differently? Let's be honest. Let's let's say this for the viewers. You know what I mean? What have I done differently? It's been. I mapped out August, what? September. When did you quit your job? Sept- well, September, September 11th was my last. September, day. October, November. Had done a, so three months. Three months. What have you done in those ninety days? Those ninety days, I came up with a plan of what I want to do. I haven't come up with a blueprint as to how I'm going to accomplish it. That idea has been formulated. The most important part oh has God. been created, which is the idea itself. This is just like you saying, I have the recipe, but I don't have the ingredients. No, I have the recipe. Exactly. And now I'm trying to figure out the logistics of how I'm going to okay. acquire the ingredients. Do the ingredients include money? Capital is definitely, of course, capital is definitely one So what are you trying to do? Maybe you can find an investor uh, through these, our, our various listeners. I know what I want to do. Mm. I'm saving up for it. But I'm not going to tell you. Why is it that we're moving away from, you know, your classic eight to four, nine to five jobs? Jobs. That was now. never for me. Yeah. Why? Explain. Elaborate. Why? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to dog myself, but uh, I'm a lazy person. Lazy? I don't like mornings. I don't like schedules. I like to go on a fly. And I like to do me. I don't. When you force me to be in a room from nine to five, I just routine. So you don't. Who's like to say I'm routine? that productive at that time? That's the time you've established for me, not the time that I feel like is best for me. I mean, it works. So you're not a structured person. Like you, you don't go with structure. Fam, I have no structure in my life. Mm. Yes, my house is organized and clean, but I do that out of a necessity. Because if it's a disaster, I will freak out. Like I. So have, you do need a form of structure then. No, when it comes to cleansiness, clean cleanliness. Yeah. Yes. When it comes to organization in the home, mm. yes. But if you've seen my laptop screen, you want to see it? There's no organization. <laughs> There's just icons everywhere. And for yeah. some reason, I know what every icon is. Mm. I have no... I need a secretary or an assistant <laughs> to maintain my life. But my, uh, my paycheck does not allow for that. <laughs> my paycheck doesn't even allow if for you were in Africa, man, you could have got like seven of them. <laughs> They have seven, no organization either. Seven, they keep, seven personal assistants. 
Fam, they use their freaking pinky finger when they're writing. Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> or their their ring. What? Uh, they just they write weird. Like, have you ever seen them write? <laughs> All their A's look like upside down nines. Oh. You know, Somali language was created in like 1970. They're writing it by the Siadbare uh, regime. Yes and no, because they no, still we had, had Wadud, I think, or something like that, which is the Arabic. Okay. Phonetically, we're spelling the Somali words in Arabic. Can you believe that? Yeah, but we're using English or Latin. Are they called Latin? What are the letters? English words or Latin? No, when we're using ABC, that's Latin? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Anyways, when I we're using the ABC <clears throat> alphabet, yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure parts of Somalia had already been using that. Yeah, they were using far Arabi. So they were using... No, I'm saying they've been using ABC prior. How did they survive in the British Empire? No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. They were using Arabic. But and my dad was speaking English. That. So you know how we use... Somali is spelt in English words? Yeah. Right? With the exception of the C, which is... Or is it C? Ah? Yeah, C yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. H or X for... They have K-H. Yeah. S-H letters. But we were... They follow the Arabi alphabet. Yeah. I'm like sitting at the, the edge of the seat, waiting for the government to dictate the next bloody six months of my life. I don't mind wearing masks. I really don't mind the malls closing. Honestly, at the beginning of the pandemic, it wasn't too bad for me. Mm. Shit was lit. We're going to the park. We're walking. Or during the summertime. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, even at the beginning, like, yo, my garage was a whole house. Like, it was lit. Yeah. <laughs> Every day it was something else. Yeah. Yeah, we popping by. All right, let's go. I, I should put for dad bed in my garage. Why you should? Yeah. Is it it's heated? Big, huh? Is it heated? No, it's freezing, but oh. still. I could just wrap it up. Put plastic oh. underneath it. Plastic? Yeah. Insulate it with... Uh, put plastic on the floor in case, you know, you never know. Rats come in garages. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. And they do come from the, the wintertime. The rats they are They come rabbit. in. Mm. I know. I've got to broom it every day. Make sure there's no ice at the bottom of it. Mm. But, um... That time was different because it was like, oh, shit, I don't get to work home. I, I don't have to go get up at this time anymore. I could just chill at home. Nah, it was lit. Yeah. Now it's like I'm on an edge because it's like, are we going to go back to that? I realized I failed last year. My kids were just dumb. Mm. We were just, you know, <laughs> not figuring out life. It was actually pretty stressful. So I need more assurance from the government. They know what they're doing and send them stimulus checks. Trudeau is just printing out that money. Inflation. I'm telling you, we're not that far away from being having inflation. And that's why I took all my money out. Okay? You took your money out? <laughs> out of my investments? Oh, yeah. For the most part, except for the RESP. My brother was actually telling me, start um, uh, putting money into stocks. Like, for instance, cleaning cleaning products. And uh, Yeah, but medicine, I feel like that, that already peaked, no? We're going back into uh, lockdown, right? But the way Purell is on every shelf now. Like, remember yeah, when it was, yeah, yeah. you couldn't find I that wish, shit? I wish, well, I somehow we had... The Akali. No, not the Akali, but, like, if somehow we knew what was going to come. Yeah, but we say that about everything. Like, had I known... But no, he's telling me Google to invest in the be- medications that are coming out. Put, like, a couple of hundred dollars in it. I don't know if you should. You know why? Because I remember the hype with uh, medicinal mar- marijuana, with companies like Aurora Cannabis and... Mm. Canna, Canamed, and all these different companies, right? Mm. And it was a bust. People invested it with the hype, thinking, oh, my God, everybody's going to go from their Geda dealer to the government, no, people right? are still going to their... their They're still dealer. going to their dealer. Well, why? I don't get it. But either way, what I'm saying is a lot of people were pushing, yo, you should invest in that. Is it illegal to sell marijuana? Yeah. Like, you have to have a license to sell it? I'm assuming, yeah. So, therefore, I can't grow it and sell it myself. If it's something legal, you can grow it for your own personal use. 
but I can't sell, I can't commoditize off of it. I mean, getting a license is not that hard, no? But is it There's worth it? There's something about people, this, this goes to show you what human nature is. Mm-hmm. People rather go the back door to purchase something versus going, you know, just no, going next door to your- I think it has to deal with price. The price? Because I think people are still out of convenience going to the government, like, you know, the shops that are yeah, open. Yeah. They're still getting business, right? But it's not at the levels the gov- the government anticipated, right? Mm-hmm. By making it, you know, legal, he thought there'd be an influx, but people were still doing it regardless. And um, <clears throat> price is a big one because you're getting less for more money. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to pay less? There's so many administrative costs, right? The mm-hmm. government gets their money. There's a tax now associated with it. There's the middleman. There's the brick and mortar stores that they got to get money from it. You know, like there's just a lot of people benefiting you from your $10. The quality is different because you're getting it from a supplier, right? A guy that's also doing it underground. So the, the quality is probably different. Maybe there's a certain level. You're of asking TH- me like I do this. No, no, I'm saying like just logically, right? THC, CBD, whatever. The concentration of THC is it being regulated in Canada. I, this, well, I, it's, it's so funny. Are you talking about on, from the government perspective? Government perspective. Or are you talking about on the low? No. So on the low. We don't know. Yeah. But I'm. But do you really care? No, I don't really care because it doesn't, it doesn't pertain to us, right? Mm-hmm. But it's... Now that I look at it, well, because I never looked at like legalization of marijuana, like I never really dove into it. But now that I look at it, well, there's a lot of things that you got to consider. What about the people that went to jail for uh, for selling marijuana? Oh, yeah. How are are they they getting forgiven? Yeah. How are they getting pardoned? You know what I mean? Put a stain on their on their records for life. Right. So there's because they were charged with something and convicted. Well, forget that. Did you hear that Vancouver's trying to be the first country or city in Canada or Yes, in Canada, mm. to legalize... Inject, injection sites? No, to legalize all drugs. <laughs> now, I think that's, that's a like... banana <laughs> They already have, like, uh, clinics where you can do your injections. Come in. We have that moderate. in Alberta, though. We have that in Alberta? We have it in Edmonton. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I work with some of them. Well, oh indirectly. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, Drug users are addiction is you're a, is more likely if you were to overdose and you're doing it in a safe consumption site. The idea is that you're gonna you're gonna be able to receive the help. And so what they want to do is reduce the the number of you know transmittable diseases, diseases yeah. through the the needles. Yeah. So if the person has the drug, you're not getting drugs from these consumption sites. You're just getting clean needles, a place to do it. So if you do, isn't that in the way enabling it? What they said was because there's there's they're doing research on it, right? And they're finding more people are uh, willing to give up these drugs. You know what I mean? Like they create a bond with these people. They're giving them resources. Hey, listen, if you want to quit, you know, mm-hmm. we'll be here to help you. Mm-hmm. And they're finding that there's a higher percentage of those who want to quit from them that the ones that come in and that they stay off drugs. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's an eff- a trickle down effect. Um, it's not all bad. I mean, I get it from like the short term thought. It's like, oh, but you're giving them a room to do drugs and you're supplying the needles. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, well, these are societal decades. Let them perish. Why are we allowing? Why are we? Um, they say that because until it's one of their kids or something. That's the thing. Well, like empathy is something we're, that's being lost in today's society. You know what? It always makes me laugh because Somalis, <laughs> we always make it seem like we are. The furthest from that, yeah. right? Like, those are them people. They're not us. We ever go to Somalia when everybody is us? Mm. And you see 
alcohol bottles everywhere. You're like, what? Yeah. Who's drinking? It can't yeah. all be Ethiopians. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're a little too far from the border. So it's, it's like we want to assume ourselves the best of the best when we're not around the Somalis. But then back home, it's like, yo, we have actual struggles. We have struggles that we have not addressed. And because we're not addressing it back home, we then again do not address it here in our native or adoptive country. And um, it, you've seen it. You've seen so many videos nowadays coming out, girls saying that, yeah, I was addicted to drugs and I'm doing this so you know other people can hear about the struggles and learn from it. It's the Hishol <laughs> culture that we have, right? Hishol, Hishol, don't say. No, it's the fun culture. Like, oh, I'm, everybody, I'm good, oh, I'm, I'm good, good I'm, I'm good. this, oh, yeah. my kids, oh, amazing girls. They are graduates, one is a doctor, one engineer. All of them mm. married, never divorced. Our family never divorced. Divorce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Like, now that divorce is the new embarrassing. Yeah, it's, well, uh, uh, it's, it's sad. The thing is, it's being perpetuated to you, like, our. At a young age. Yeah, it's being, it's being carried out by our generation. To the to the, you know their their offsprings too now. You know what's crazy? Because I was thinking of tribes, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized because so many people are like against tribalism, right? Mm-hmm. Like they pretty much want to wash away our history and just be like, "You're Somali, I'm Somali, we're just Somalis," mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and that was perpetrated by the parents because they see the parents because there's a lot of toxic parents who say, "You're this, you're Bukhar, you're uh, Wahan, uh, you're." Uh. Don't ever talk to them. Lander, Langab. Okay, that one, I mean, it makes sense. stupid. It is stupid. It's super offensive. It's stupid. But I'm just saying, I think it was the parents who pushed it, pushed it, because if you really thought about their parents and how they, I don't think they really pushed it because, like, okay, so the reason why this thought came about, so I was reading a Hadrawi poem. Mm. It's called Beledway, right? Mm. My dad was really obsessed with whatever my sister wrote on one of her assignments. Mm. And I seen that Hassan Adin Samatar sang it. Mm-hmm. Beledwin is a region in Somalia, right? Hadrawi yeah. is from Burqa, so he's mm. from Somaliland. Obviously, we all know Hassan Adin Samatar is from the south, right? Mm. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there was that that community, like, we're all Somali. Yeah. Like, there was no thought. This guy from Burqa was talking about Beledwin. There's no, they're not together. They're not in the same region, the same city, same location. And then he lends off his poem to a next man who's from the South to read it, right? Mm-hmm. They all had that commonality. You're Somali. Because foundationally, we're all Somali. The whole tribe thing was based on knowing your family. But it I'm wasn't, and it was, it was weapon, weaponized to make no, distinctions, yeah. right? Exactly. But really, the distinctions that, that the whole concept of tribe came was for your family, to know who your family is. Mm-hmm. For example... My grandmother, my, my dad, they went to Hajj, right? They mm-hmm. did their pilgrimage. My grandmother, she loves talking to people, especially when she sees Somali people, she loves talking to them. Mm-hmm. She saw us another old lady. She goes, Yatahadi. You know how Somali culture is? Yeah. Today, if you say that, somebody's very offensive. I would get offended if you ask me, Yatahadi to me, right? I don't know. Whatever. There's a free Somali class. Oh, I should put the link up. Free Somali class? I'm going to need it. Wallahi. I started listening to Somali songs so I can, you know, catch. Because I think it's classical. They use classical words in Somali songs. But anyways. They make up their words. I don't know how. No, it's true. It's it's cla- it's like uh, Shakespearean, right? It's, uh, mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so she started talking to this old lady. And this old lady, they start going through their like fam- their tribes and, you know, of titus. Mm-hmm. Can you believe this lady was my grandmother's second cousin? So they share great grand or grand no great grandfather. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it great grandfather? Mm-hmm. That would make you so, second cousins. But yeah, so basically, imagine a place where there's 4.5 million people that descend there. Mm-hmm. What's the odds of you running into a long lost relative? Oh, you want me to tell you a story? Yeah. So cool. Okay, funny enough, you said that. Mm-hmm. So I have an auntie. This is my dad's first cousin, mm-hmm. right? She was getting quote unquote married mm-hmm. to her first cousin. So my other uncle mm-hmm. in Dubai. So she can come to the UK. Yeah. I hope they're not listening to the story. But anyways, mm-hmm. so they're there doing the whole wedding ceremony, yeah. yada, yeah. yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the girl goes, steps out. She goes outside. I think she went to a restaurant or something. She's just walking in the streets yeah. of Dubai, yeah. right? And somebody decides to bother her on the streets. Yeah. Can't remember the story, but someone's bugging her. Mm-hmm. And this Somali guy with a hammer voice, mm-hmm. I mean, a hammer dialect, yeah. um, say, comes to her rescue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Choose the guy away, rescues her from whatever distress she's going through. This is the young mm-hmm. guy. He's around my age, right? Yeah. Like maybe mm-hmm. like mid thirty. Well, at the time, he was like mid-20s, yeah, right? This yeah. is about 12, 14 years ago. I can't remember. So, um, so she's like, you know what? Thank you so much. Can I buy you something? Like, can I take you out for lunch or something? You know, like just as a token of thanks. Mm-hmm. He goes, all right, cool. So they're sitting down and talking, right? And she's like, who are you? Like, you know, how, tribes or whatever. Because she clearly tell, can tell that this guy has a hammer dialect. Is that proper? Like, I don't want nobody to knock me. If yeah, I say Hamad Dalek, okay, so Mukdishu from the southern. Southern. And she's, she's from the north, right? Mm. She's a Sa. Mm. And so they're talking. Guess who the guy ends up being? Mm. Her brother's son. Her brother's son? Yes. So her brother was married to this lady from the south. So usually when that happens in Somalia and you separate and go to different cities and then the war happens, you just don't know what happens, yeah, right? Like yeah. you have no way of traveling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what happened. It was her brother, her brother's son. So her nephew. Her nephew, Rumo. Wow. Yeah. So anyways, he came to the UK after her, like mm-hmm. uh, shortly after. And I, I met him too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is a very thick accent. And they're like, you won't believe how we found him. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh my God, that is crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yes. To, to yeah, so that's how, on. why it was. And the Prophet actually said there was a time when all the Qurayshis were, um, they had a summit, right? Mm-hmm. The tribes, people mm-hmm. of the tra- tribes or whatever. And he said, the Prophet actually said, this was one of my proudest moments is when they were, they were declaring some type of declaration or whatever between the tribes. So knowing your, and it was, as you know, it was part of his last sermon, right? Mm-hmm. We, Ilahi has made us into tribes different people so we get to know each other right so the tribe aspect of this we're all at the end of the day related we mm-hmm. all come from Somal mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's it was based on hair like knowing your family uh, tree it wasn't meant to, but the problem is people to use that as in a different narrative to mm-hmm. cause division and I think so when you say that our parents they told us that they're just trying to wash away the negative connotation but at the end of the day your parents didn't tell you what you were they mm-hmm. did, right? One hundred percent, they did. Exactly, they didn't. They did not. You didn't know what the hell you were, fam. I got Nigga, left you're into the wild. Dr- you're wearing a. <laughs> well, I'm the only one in my so family that wears a Somaliland bracelet. I think, by the way, is very pretentious. Why? If I wore a blue one with a white, would no. you knock me? I wouldn't knock you. I see Alan every other Kenya. Alan I always see Kenya. No, that's what it means. The five points. I'm all for all of Somalia. 
this does not make me pretentious by wearing it. It just shows a sense of pride for Depends my what's, community. Depends what side of the uh, what part of the uh, spectrum you're on, because you might find a Warsengeli who might find that very offensive, who are being oppressed because they don't want. To Do you think I'm doing things because it might offend no. somebody else? But you have to be mindful. I'm That's mindful. I'm That's why I wear long sleeves. <laughs> who told you to look at my wrist? Do you know what I mean? You're waving your hat. Around. So what? It's the, it, no. Okay, that's the problem. See, I think that's exactly what the problem is. No, no, it is because... Let me get to my okay, point, though, go ahead, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, go ahead, okay? Go ahead. I think this we have... a very have, heavy topic. Yeah, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm all for it, okay? I'm speaking from the northern Tibet, <laughs> and she's coming from the south. This is a, I'm just joking. Yeah. We're going to show you how the two tribes intermingle in peace. But anyways... My, my, I'm a product of the two tribes mingling in peace. Yes, your mom is a soccer, <laughs> yeah. you understand. So, uh, that oh, was we're both half-halves. You're right. My mom oh, is oh, okay. Oh, I'm Yemeni. Yemeni, okay. No, no, no. We didn't say that. We didn't say that. I don't feel coming. Yeah, she's not. Do you remember how when you we were growing up, everybody used to say, "I'm half this, I'm half that." You don't hear that anymore, because they realize you ain't half shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, you don't hear that. I remember when we were kids, you used to hear, "I'm half this, I'm half that." Now you don't hear that at all. Yeah. It's in fact people. No, are, I'm not half though. Quarter. A quarter. Yes, yeah. my grandmother is Somali. Yeah. Oh, it's your grandfather that's... Uh, my grandfather. So anytime you ask my mom, what's maternal, your tribe? She'd maternal like, uh, grandfather. My maternal grandfather. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, get out of that. Okay, so mm-hmm. what I was trying to say was that negative weaponizing connotation, you know, that that is derived from tribes. Like, people, the young ones now want to just remove the idea of tribes completely. And I think that's detrimental from our community. We're going to be like these Adans where they see another person with the same last name or Smith Ah, and they're thinking, oh my God. You can't even do that. If you, you know can't. you're Aftiris, you can't even do that. But imagine this new generation doesn't even know you're Aftiris. And they have kids and they don't know the Aftiris. I don't know where, you, where you're seeing this. This new generation are more divisive than we are. But I'm Gen saying, Z. but there's also a cohort of that generation that literally wants to remove the idea of tribe from their vocabulary. And I think that's going to be having, that's going to have a negative ripple effect. With the communities to follow, right? I think we should, instead of trying to erase it, we need to go back to the good of it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I am this. I am proud to be what I am. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make me better Mm -hmm. or inferior to what you are. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can love and treat you with respect. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to dog you or not hire you because you're this tribe. Do you know what I mean? But it's just... No, I get it. On a personal... That nepotism shit needs to go too. Oh, that's something that's not going to go. But until we get to that level, yeah. I mean, we're going to always assume that our tribe is, so, our family is better than the next family. You can start with you. The, you breaking that chain, right? If your family's like that. I don't believe they're it's like that. A, a 100%, think about my kids. We do not share the same tribe. Yeah. <laughs> I already broke that mold. You I did a favor big, to big that time, tribe. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The, the tribal thing is, it's very, it's a heavy topic. Um, I think it's going to be up to us, will I, to break that chain. But it's going to be more than just lip service. Like, we literally have to just treat... Yo, half of... I think for the most part, less than, like, a quarter of my friends share the same tribe as me. I don't even think many of my friends are the same tribe as me. Mm. Like, I'm like United Nations. I take them all in. Mm. You know what I mean? So... Okay, but let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Stereotypes that come from tribes, like we heard from, you know, when we were kids or even if, as an adult, I feel like a lot of the things we learned about tribes as, as an adult. I think a lot of the stereotypes we've heard relate to like romance, right? Oh yeah, it has to do with, they're yeah. They're not the like, oh, this tribe is very smart. Yeah. It's, they're not, I, it, they're mm-hmm. not like that. It's more like this tribe, their men are cheaters. Yeah. This tribe, their the men, men beat be- you. Yeah. This tribe, the men, you yeah. know, they'll never talk to you with respect. Yeah. So I don't think it, 
it's always from the woman's perspective of what these, I mean, because clearly they've messed around with every single tribe and they know this. The men, because the men, I don't think the men care. I think all Somali men are this Do you think the similar. men care about the tribes? Like in terms of marrying, no, marrying into, absolutely not. They don't care. It's the women that care. But because the they know their who, kids are going to be that tribe. The men, I feel Would like, you marry Midgan? We had this discussion before. I know, but we didn't have it on camera. Okay. <laughs> so I want to see your... Okay, so here's my thought on that. Of course, I, didn't, I don't care. I'll that's give not you the what story. your dad would say. No, I told you that. Okay, so basically, let me just tell the audience what you're talking like, that story about my dad. When my dad was six years old, in Somalia, you know how they have multiple wives. My dad's, one of my dad's uh, stepmother, I don't know what to call them. Did you say one of your dad's stepmoms? I think at the time he had two, right? My grandmother and this lady, right? So, your grandmother is not your step, your mo- grandma. No, he had two wives, my grandfather, right? At the time. Okay, so you had only, your you dad step, only had you step want, one. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure he married others afterwards. But okay. at the time, my dad was six years old. My dad comes from a little city, or now it's a city, but back then it was like a, a badia mm-hmm. called Qura'el. And so my dad was traveling from Qura'el to a certain location where they had camels. So they're hurling, hurling a pregnant camel female mm-hmm. from one point to another. I don't know why they were going, whatever the case is. I didn't ask for details in the story. But basically, so what happened was my dad was traveling with his stepmother. His stepmother is Ogaden. And so they were going to whatever and they traveling through the, you know, the Dur and then they were very thirsty. And so there was a house on the way to their destination. Mm-hmm. They made a pit stop to that house. Mm-hmm. Right? They knocked on the door. The family let them in, right? They gave them, you know, treats and beer, whatever the case is. So upon giving the water and the food to my, my dad and his uh, mother, his stepmother, they... They were talking about normal conversation. You ask, yatahe. That's a normal thing in Somalia. Yatahe. Yatahe. How do you say it? Tahai. Tahai. Yatahe. Um, so then, yeah. So then my father, being six years old, heard that the family's house that they were in, they, would, they were midgan. Mm-hmm. My dad refused to touch or eat or even talk to them. He said. Your dad said that? My, my, six, my dad at six years old at the time said that. My dad's telling me the story. He's like, I still remember the sponges, man. Yeah, he goes, I still remember the story. And he goes, I was looking back and I'm very shocked because he goes, I asked him, how come, how come that was your reaction? How did you know about that? He goes, because you hear as a child what the household is being, what your parents are saying, your elders saying, you hear it. So he heard that, you know, Midgans growing up were a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. So as a six years old, he absorbed that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and it was just, He's like, that's, that was such a profound moment in my life. Mm-hmm. So that's why my dad really doesn't even talk about it. He tells me what I am, but he never talks about tribes, this and that, at least to me, right? And I've never heard him talk amongst his friends or whatever the case is, whatever I'm with yeah. him. So would I marry him again? Of course. Somali Somali to me. Yeah. Somali, I, there's nothing more than I like than my old people. Somali Somali. Yeah. Um, I mean, tribes, you know, like I dibble dabbled with a different tribe and it was all fun and games. Mm-hmm. But, you know, next time around, I just want to make my parents happy. <laughs> So. Do you, but uh, <laughs> explain to me, what do you mean? Because, Kate, because let's be honest, I know firsthand of girls who married in their tribe, yeah, right? And the guy was still trash, yes, and way could it take And but the blame was never, oh, Kabil Kisawai, you know, mm-hmm. and it was always mm-hmm. like, oh, and it was more on his actions that they were commenting oh, on okay. versus the tribe, right? Mm-hmm. And so for us, we were, you know, amicable, one kind of and stuff like that. But did like your that. family think that? 
Jerome both thing. tribes, both families were saying that. Kapati isakwai dra, ininkiwa dra. You know what I mean? And I was just like, nah, man. Like people sometimes just don't work, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But y'all need to stop putting the blame on someone else's tribe, like as if that had something to do with their behaviors. Like that mm-hmm. molded the person they were. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like no, stop the stereotype. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I just want my parents to be happy. So <laughs> any isak men out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Good God. But um, no, we just. If your kids are now wanted to marry a Midgan, would you allow them? My sons or my daughter? Your, your, your daughter, your sons. Girl, you know, I'm not that religious to be answering that kind of question. <laughs> you know. So, how are we supposed to break the chains of this narrative? I'm this a slow, narrative. slow baby steps, baby steps, man. Baby steps. It like has to start somewhere, right? Listen, has to make if that it move. came down to, Allah, if it came down to my child marrying him again or Adan, so can't can't. Oh, okay. I, was, I thought you were going <laughs> to. I'd rather talk so about it. Yeah. No, because so so nice people, people. They're beautiful too. They're beautiful people a lot. You know what the thing is? And we've said this before. It's like we worry about what other people think. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't give a shit about other people's opinion, I would have said if the person's good and they're going to treat my kid great and they're going to make them the happiest they've ever been, mm-hmm. then same very nice. And you know, do you know what I mean? I'm not to say that their dad won't say no. <laughs> but me personally, if my child is happy in front of me, when there are bigger things to fucking be fearful of, like your child coming home with the same gender, and you're thinking, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I when that, that is an uh, like Which is that not, shit is it's not a far thing. Like, what, our I know. Or a child coming home saying, I got a baby. You know what I mean? Those are real fears I got to think about. Tribe should not be one of them. So I hope I have that kind of akli if that ever were to come to me and I take the religious aspect and say, listen, if you are happy, you have to. And the this religion should be the forefront. 100%. Right? I, again, I don't know what I'm going to do when that time comes. I don't know the mental state I'm going to be sah, in. Sah. I don't know. You're being honest, at least. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know my limitations because yeah. it's easier to say things until you're challenged with it. Absolutely. But I hope and I hope and pray that I am at least understanding of the situation and really am able to understand my kids and say if you are happy i'm happy with you so that's all i could say the tribe don't mean nothing mm-hmm. I, I i hope i still have that same logic i hope there's not another civil war you know what i mean yeah but no i i you know we're only human we are humans we'll lie. don't don't knock me guys i hope i made my point clear no i think you did you're being honest yo i know but sometimes people being honest they get shunned to the corner at least he spoke the truth. I mean, I could have just not spoken. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you know, one thing I'm happy about, just in recent news, that we have a Somali, we're going to have a Somali embassy here in Canada, a consulate. I'm uh, Thai, man. indifferent. You're indifferent? Yeah. I don't know if it's too soon or like. Too soon. We, our country existed since what? When was our. our uh, Are you telling me Canada never had a consulate? I don't think so. Okay. Well, again, I, I, I feel like. I don't know. I don't. Somalia's got so much shit going on right now. I don't really know. International relations plays a huge part as to what's going on in Somalia. No, come on. You just had a suicide bomber that killed those seven young men. Who do you think is funding these uh, Who, the U.S.? It's outside forces. This is geopolitics. I believe, honestly, the people that are causing the disruption in Somalia are not in Somalia, it's foreign forces that are coming in to disrupt that area because geopolitically, the way Somalia's positioned, that's why we have a lot of people trying to use our airspace, use our, our Navy, uh, what is it called, our ports and stuff like that. 
it's all geopolitics, wallahi. So knowing us, I mean, so you're saying it benefits the global world to for it, there to be instability in Somalia? It, it, it benefits certain political players in the political arena, the global arena. That's what I'm saying. For Somalia's instability? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So... Which, oh, do, do you, you see th- on Twitter that... Uh, Girl, uh, I don't use tra- no internet. Oh, oh, <laughs> I use Netflix. Social media, man. I'm like a, I'm a creeper. <laughs> you don't use internet. I don't. I use that. No, so Trump <laughs> announced that early 2021, he's going to take Somali tr- or American troops out of Somalia. First of all, I didn't even know there was American troops in Somalia. I know there's I know American Djibouti. troops in Djibouti. In Djibouti, yeah. Sellouts. But, um... <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Apparently, like a couple of weeks back, there was a CIA, CIA agent that was killed in Somalia. Mm. And it was trending on Twitter. And people are like... Hold on, CIA, was he fully clothed? I think he was wearing civilian clothing. CIA, they wear civilian clothing, right? So this guy's a spy. He was a spy, CIA, yeah. And so then what happened was... For um, what, what was their objective? I don't know. I told you, well, there's a lot of things going on in Somalia. We don't... I don't know a lot about Somalia. Oh, politics. girl, you can't take me to Mogadishu ever. Yeah, oh, man, I want to go to Mogadishu so bad, though. It's very beautiful from what I hear. But, um, the stuff I see on Instagram? No, the, Snapchat? The pictures? Mm, yeah. Like that Elite mm. Hotel? Yeah. But it's just a restaurant? Actually, there was a gelato uh, parlor that was blowing up. Did I not just mention that like oh, 2.5 seconds oh, ago? One of my cousins. My dad's cousin's kids. Is it my cousin? It's my cousin, right? So yeah. yeah, like literally blood related, yeah. When you say my dad's cousin, I mean, how far back? <laughs> no, like first cousin. So, and can you believe that was her son that died? Her daughter also died from another explosion from, you know, those guy, those people that were graduating from uh, medical school back in the... The 500 people one? Yeah. The one from the... The, the, medical, the medical students that they blew up. So that's two kids in suicide attacks. How many? Of, of how many? I don't know how many kids she has. She got more though? I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, CIA agent was killed and then it was trending on Twitter and all these Americans were saying, what the fuck was a CIA agent doing in Somalia to begin with? Yeah. Good for I never thought I would see American, redneck Americans saying. Why are you still there? It, it serves you right. Why are you there? Why are you, why are you in somebody else's country? Right? Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. that's not the case, right? They got their hand in everybody's bucket that's though. That's what I'm saying. There's and then other- they want to get bit a little bit. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Who told you to bite my hand? Yeah. Well, so- you going to bite the hand that's feeding you? And... Somalis need to get the hell out of other people's head. Yo, Somali needs to stop taking benefit and aid from every single entity that wants to offer them a little bit of lag. Mm-hmm. They need to hold their kahunas and be like, yo, we're going to survive and make something out of themselves. Or more foreign investments, right? Uh, foreign investments? More foreign investments. We but need- they're not getting investment. They're getting handouts. That's because they're going. They're opting for that, right? You know like why that. they're opting for are it? Because there's no from- accountability. They're giving it to their members. Yeah. Why, are you, why are people rushing to be an MP or a governor or whatever. and some, It's not an MP, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, MP, like members of parliament. There's I don't a, think Somalia runs that, like that. There was it? a lady in, from Ottawa mm-hmm. who... <laughs> Is she from Edmonton, you mean? From Ottawa. From Ottawa. Is an MP in Somalia. No qualifications, no nothing. What was her tribe? Oh, she was... Uh, what was she? I don't want to say that name, just in case people... It's Okay. Me. No, no, I don't want to say, well, because I, I don't want to. Okay, ask. tell me. Ah, uh, that's not even a big tribe, though. It's not a big tribe. So but she's they, a long they, they claim whatever. No, but they claim there's some of them that are part of the big tribe. But had you told me she was the same tribe as the president, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's how she got it. Just pure assumptions. I have no 
real proof. Yeah, you're but. the same person that told me Farmaggio was related to Siad, but I actually told my dad that Farmaggio was related to Siad. He goes, what the Who the hell told you that? <laughs> no, he's not. What? You have to be from the same tribe, they're not related. Um, well, like, you said that was his nephew. My dad's related to Farmaggio, right? So Is Farmaggio related and You're Googling, man. In Wikipedia, anyone can put himself on Wikipedia. Siad. Facts, yo, that's the they're ongoing the exact talks right yeah, now. Yeah, wallahi. Well, I literally went to my dad. I'm like, yo, you Farmaggio's related to Siad, buddy? My dad looks at me like, who the hell told you that? They're from the same tribe. They're not even from the sub-same tribe. That's the funny thing. Girl, fam. Are you sure? Yo, we're about yeah. to Google. Yo, no. there's things that say no. he is, though. No, the, the same tribe. They're both Marahan, right? Okay, yeah, but fair enough. Okay, you know what? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm about to find out. Yeah, because I, well, I went to my dad. I was like, are we related to Siad? Because he's related to Ramaja, right? They're like mm. third cousins or something like that. Is your dad Marhan? My dad's mother's Marhan. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so I was like, he's like, who the hell told you that? <laughs> What'd you tell him? I actually went online. I'm like, yo, Susan, I started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But you see, you see the uh, misinformation? Triple, yes. You see what I mean? 100%. And our, our country, our history is based on oral. So imagine all the oral historical historical um, text that we have is based on word of mouth. Oh, 100%. Okay, we're going to talk about mm. stupid stuff that makes us laugh. Mm. I remember this this elderly lady who's friends with my grandma. She mm. comes by, you know, here and there. They go on rock, walks, two completely different tribes. Yeah. So she comes to the house to, you know, partake in some, you know, gossip. So there she's talking about, can you believe what they're doing in Somaliland? She's not from Somaliland, oh. by the way. And she's like, they're digging up the old grave sites, you know, of the mass. I heard about that. I heard about that. Let me tell you something. Yeah. So she's talking from her, you know, region's perspective of it. Mm. She's the disrespect. They're digging out the graves just so they could sell that land so that people could buy stuff. Oh, well, I heard the same thing. Yes. But then when you really listen to it, mm. they're like, no, what happened is. Is this in Hargeisa? Somewhere in Somalia, I don't know if it's Hargeisa or Barabera or something. But anyways, what the actual story is, mind you, I don't know if it's the actual story. What the other, what the people who live yeah. there story yeah. is, yeah. is that no, what they're doing is they're giving these people respect and burying them individually. Oh, okay. And the giving mass them graves? mass graves, because mass graves was just like fifty bodies, mm. dirt on top. That's it. So they took each one out individually. Put them in their own wrapping garment. Like, so these people were buried under what atrocity? Like, would, were they the Siad Bari regime? What are you talking about? Oh, so these are people that are the land belongs to, like that are from there. These are people that just died. Okay. Okay. Mass graves, as in just firing oh, squad. Okay. okay. I see left in the okay. dirt. Dirt went oh, on top. Shit. How did they the story get remixed from that? <laughs> Regions. <laughs> Do you know oh, what I mean? Wow. And uh, it, the. the Depending on the outlet and the news source, mm -hmm. you'll hear the story and you'll be like, what the hell's happening? Mm -hmm. But you know, so she had one story was, can you believe they're just taking these dead people out, tossing them somewhere else and selling that land because it's prominent land. Yeah. But then when you actually hear the story, it's like, no, these people are part of the mass grave, like yeah. the firing squad. Yeah. They want to take, you know, redig the graves, individually wrap them up and put them in an actual grave site. Oh. Right? Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what they're doing with the land. Maybe they're going to repurpose it or whatever, but just take away the remnants of the mass grave, right? Yeah. See what I mean? Like, 
depending on where you're from, you might hear something that fits that dialogue that mm. these people are this yeah. or these yeah. people are that, mm. right? And it's always like, my tribe don't do nothing like this. Mm. So tribes fucking suck, but we got to see the good. It sucks based on the way you use it. Yeah, because lenders, I mean, let's be honest, they will say some, you know, foul stuff about Muktishu, right? Mm. Like you've seen what Mohammed BK said, and it was honestly out of line. It was out of pocket mm. for him to say, I don't even want to repeat it. It was so disgusting. He apologized. He learned from it. He said, you know what? My apologies. That wasn't my intention. And I think we have to be very cautious but then you can't say what you want to say. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, at what expense? At what expense? True. Words carry Volume. consequences, right? Yeah. And he don't think words don't carry consequences. Yeah. It carries consequences. Mm-hmm. It's very important to know what you're saying and how you're saying it, right? Mm-hmm. He could have rephrased. If he wanted to carry out his you know, political agenda, which is the reason why he made that statement to begin with, he could have done it in a way not to expense. Because he's, he's, it's not like you're a pro-lander. Like, he, for him, it's it's even more than that. It's like this Somaliland superiority where you think you're sort of above. above yeah, yeah. And I don't like that. See, there's this a bracelet lot of people, I don't think represents that. For you, I, it doesn't, but there's people that wear that it does, and they out That's fine. If I were to have a mustache, like those weird mustache, rapist mustache, <laughs> just because I have that bloody mustache, does that make me a rapist? Even though every other rapist had that Absolutely mustache? Not. Absolutely so not. then don't think that because I wear this bracelet, I'm automatically bundled with that group. I just well, happen I'm, to I'm, wear it. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm not for the separation. That's the only reason why I see it offensive. Oh, right? man. We shouldn't even be talking about that because <laughs> we have completely different yeah. opinions. Yeah. but um, I hope Somalia can reform its, you know, get to its we glory days. For- yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say glory. I was going to say, do we even have a form- former uh, glory days? I know. Before I've seen pictures of lines. pictures of, you know... People, students going to, you know, university, you know, mm-hmm. the black and white pictures in the 60s. And then you, well, uh, Somalia was so rich in so many th- aspects. Yeah, 100%. We are no longer there right now. Um, yeah, Somalia. Mm. It's a heavy topic. It's a heavy thing to discuss. It's um, it's very interesting, Wallahi. No, it really is. Um, I mean, viva Somalia. Somalia, Somalia had no, I almost said Somalia had no. You see? <laughs> It's so ingrained. It's not ingrained, <laughs> but it just in general, let Somalia be. Like, I hope there's nothing Kuli. but prosperity. Yeah, mm. I hope the next generation is better than this new generation. But, I mean, that was a great, like, topic. Yeah. Just blabbering. <laughs> I love it, though. I know. Anyways, guys, I'm glad you listened. I got you, I'm glad you tuned in. Until next time. Real Baraf. See the love way I get for you, pass any money, pass any money. She tell me that me where they make her, they happy, they so